we're live. What's up, guys? I have another interesting episode today, and one of my first episode, first of two episodes in the same week. Um, I'll be having my guest over today, Collins. Um, yeah, I'm sure you guys will enjoy this episode. <laughs> Collins, what's up now? How did the weekend go? <laughs> Okay. So because Okay. A great one for me also. But anyways, we'll start. How do we start? Let's start with let's start which games do we start with first? Do we start with the So we're gonna have to start with the um and yeah, so we're gonna start with the Aston Villa Leeds game, Friday night. Friday night game. I in my last episode I was, while I was recording, the match was going on. Aston Villa's Aston Villa they finally lost. They were the last unbeaten team. Or themselves and everything were the last unbeaten yeah. teams and Arsenal's invisible record continues. How did you feel about that? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about it, really. Oh really? Arsenal. There's a lot of things to talk about for Arsenal, for sure. We're gonna go over, over the all the games. Yeah. So uh, Friday, Friday night. Sorry, Friday night football happened and then they played. Then Man City West Ham it was a draw, one one, one one draw. Did you watch that game? I mean, and also look at the fact that Man City have actually they're actually struggling. Not only they struggle to score, Aguero is not the same guy anymore. I think we have a network issue, but hopefully it reconnects. Um, will he reconnect? Aguero, Aguero was injured, right? You know, but the thing is, whenever these guys, I've yeah. read the funny thing, right? Aguero is out for months, but against Arsenal, he's, he's magically fit. <laughs> Remember one time when De Bruyne was out for a long time, against Arsenal, he just became fit overnight. Sunday too, the same thing, just became magically fit. Like, now he was fit against Arsenal, and he played well against Arsenal the previous week, and he dropped a stinker against West Ham the next week. Now, Aguero is now injured. Jesus is out for two months now, obviously, for since for a long time now. Are you not seeing that Man City's firepower now has has Man City now they are in a serious, a very sticky situation now. They are being forced to play wingers up front, forced to play force nine formation. That is literally not working. They are not scoring as much goals as they normally used to score because of the whole situation they are going through right now. I mean, Man City are they are sort of screwed at the moment. They really are screwed. Yeah. 
Um, this weekend I'll try and check. I'll check again. But I'll remember as we keep talking. I think I'll remember as we keep talking. I've not really checked who's playing next. Okay. Sheffield, sorry, Sheffield United. I think it's Sheffield United. They're playing Sheffield United. I don't think they have a problem going up front against Sheffield United. Sheffield United have yet to win a game. This oh, keep having network issues, man. It's just reconnecting. Hopefully, reconnect. Um. Yeah, Sheffield United. Yeah, so I was saying that for, for some teams, um, yeah. it really bother Man City for some teams, mm. right? Because they still have enough firepower to get over the line. True. The game, right? True. But yeah, it is not ideal at all without Aguero or um or George Jesus, and it's kind of it's kind of a recurring thing this season mm. with City and Liverpool. Yeah, injuries. Okay, well, but how, how we talk yeah, about the whole, how we talk about the injury crisis, we're coming to that, there are a lot of other things to talk about, obviously, but let, but when you look at yeah. Man City, um, yes, they could, I don't think it's a bit about, it's only a bit arrogant, or will I, should I say, overconfidence that they refuse to sign a striker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they already have two strikers, right? But they are injured. They already have a girl who is world class. You have Jesus. And they are not available well, for two months. Know. You never know. Okay. Because really, think about it. How many Premier League teams hmm. have more than two very good strikers? How many? You, um, right now, you guys have Kane. And Vinicius. Vinicius, right? Yeah. Vinicius. Apart from those two, who other, which other Arsenal strikers do you have? Yeah. Arsenal has Aubameyang and Lacazette. Well, Lacazette is, and they have Iketia. But I won't really say Iketia is class. Bro, oh you're you're digging them in Jesus Christ, bro. You're not going. You're going in. There's gonna be a network issues at the moment. Yeah, as you were saying. Okay, so as I was saying, um, as Everton, mm. they have covered Lewin up front. If he's gone, I don't, I can't even think of any other person. They don't have anybody else. Over. Yeah, with Liverpool, they have, their strikers are basically Salah and Man. Money. Man, this is really frustrating, I'm not gonna lie. Sign of the times, technology. Yeah, sorry, this is what I think it yeah, is. So yeah, honest, carry on. Yeah, so to be honest, I don't see, I don't really think it's arrogant. Mm. That's why they didn't go for a top striker because they okay. already have two very good strikers. So okay. it's just luck, man. Sometimes. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. I understand yeah. the point you're yeah. making. I understand. I understand what you're saying. So, um, you see there? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. 
Okay, so we're going to the next game. I think we're going to basically touch around most of it because one of the games this weekend they didn't produce as much goals as the, the, over the weekend. If you observe, I think the defenses are becoming tighter and it's becoming people are defending better now. If you observe, because most of it was mostly one nil, two one, one one, two one, one one. So just scattered around um, the league this weekend. So um, now Liverpool they won two one. Jota scored, you know, a header. Now, um, obviously, Van Dijk isn't playing. Fabinho has to cover at centre back and Gomez. Now, Jermati is already injured. Um, this guy, is, Van Dijk, is already out for the season. Fabinho limped off the pitch. With, he pulled a hamstring on Tuesday, yesterday night. And now, three of their players are out, injured. Now, don't you think that? Now, I feel like this is me, right? This is what I think. I think this is arrogance from Jurgen Klopp. This is what I think. I don't know if you agree with me. I feel a bit arrogant for he sold Lovren and he did not replace Lovren. Will you say arrogance or ignorance? Which one? Or it's just stubbornness, sheer stubbornness of like ah, we're gonna do it anyway, you know. We we can we can do without them without expecting that you know the centre backs are gonna get injured. And now you're being forced to play a DM there. Man, network issues. Yeah, welcome back. Yeah. I think it's arrogance because for the past two seasons, mm. uh, Van Dyke has been fit. Yeah. He has, he has gotten some knocks around there, but he always plays. Mm. And they always have an option of either Gomez or Matic. Yeah. Right? So he always plays. Yes. Yeah. And even when they play in the Capital One Cup, they, mm. they use this other defender, I forgot who it is, whether it's Curtis Jones or. They, they have a very young defender. Yeah. Rhys Williams, I think Rhys Williams. Really, really despicable, these guys. And you know, if you find about Liverpool fans, right? 
I mean, I know it's a very sad thing that happened to your captain, but it happens. Other people have suffered injuries yeah. too. So you don't you don't need to go that far to start I mean you don't have to go that far to start, you know, putting threatening his family. It wasn't a malicious tackle, right? It wasn't intentional. Um, it just happened. Whether it's intentional, eh? I, I don't know if it's debatable, but like I said, I'll say people was very reckless. I won't say it's intentional though, but very reckless because he has he has done it before to Delhi Ali about in twenty eighteen, he has done it to Delhi Ali before. But Dele Ali didn't get injured. Even if we were like, ah, that's really that's really dangerous from him. But I un- I understand. He maybe he has to tackle better, but I feel bad for the guy that he has to hire security for his family. It's really, really sad. Network issues again. You're back, right? So um yeah, that's yeah. The pick for situation. It's true. <laughs> situation um i can't really blame him for what happens football happens i remember when uh ramsey got a double leg break yeah like stoke right yeah pick shockers yeah so this so this yeah shockers and, and, and i think stoke fans were actually sharing shockers that was that was very dumb for them from them that was very stupid from them yeah yeah so it's crazy but it's football football happens mm. and i i really sympathize with yeah. I mean, it's football. True, bro. Anyways, um, we're looking at the next games. Chelsea, Man United, bro. I have to be honest with you, man. I was so disappointed. I was really disappointed because I was happy they dropped points. I'm not gonna lie. I was happy they both dropped points. It was a draw. I wanted it to be a draw. I'm not gonna lie. I wanted a draw. And when I saw the lineups from the two of them, I'm I'm looking at these two teams. I'm seeing. Wow, these guys just came here for a point because Lampard came with two DMs, Kante, Jorginho in midfield, a back three, three four three, and th- a front three of um, Werner, um, Havertz, and um, what was the other guy? I think was it um, who played again? Somebody else up front. So Pulisic, I think Pulisic, right? I'm looking at that right. The wing backs, you know, Chilwell and. Um, Rich James with Jakiba. Jakiba was really good. He saved them, saved, made two important saves. One from Rashford and the other one was a curler from I think Mata. Um maybe on network issues again. Yeah, so um that was it, right? Chelsea my United 0-0 boring. Oh my goodness. Bro, I was like I was hungry after I watched that match. I'm not gonna lie, I was really hungry. That was how what that game did to me. I was just watching that game. My housemates are Chelsea fans and the United fans, but they were like, "Man, this game was dull." Fakao, I mean, Cavani almost scored though, but it was dull. What do you think about the game, Chelsea Man United match? Yeah, you know, Lampard got slapped on both both legs. I want to keep possession. Yeah. So he just sat back with the domine and threat. Mm. Yeah. So it's so, you know, the game where for both of them wanted to win it, right? But 
Sorry, bro. Network issue. Please yeah, carry on. Just let it out now. What did you think about that game? I slept off. I didn't finish the match. I slept off. I didn't finish the match. I slept off. I didn't finish the match. So what did you think about that? Just let it out. What did you think? Okay, with W Louise and the 
Carry on. Yeah. 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 But Tobias was actually shocking in that first half. Yeah. Was shocking. True. But moving on to the second half, right? Mm. I came into the second half having high hopes. Yeah. Okay, we're going to we're going to do more of the same and hopefully something will break, right? Yeah. And then we got the news that W Louise was injured. Yeah. And you went to come up, yeah. Mustafi. Lord Mustafi. Mustafi. <laughs> so at that moment, your hope left you. Come on, come on. I'm yeah, coming. Wait. Yeah, so, Mustafi. Yeah. So, up to then, mm. Abel Louis was the most creative player on the pitch. Yeah. Which is shocking on its own, right? True. <laughs> I saw he, he made some good long balls, though. He's never going to So, and I think around that same period, mm. they brought in Jamie Vardy. Yeah. Uh, I was in the second half. The more the game went on, the more disinterested I was. Exactly, bro. Yeah. Because at that point, Chaka was basically playing as our left back. 
Yeah. So when that ball went across, Gabriel had to go over there. To chase, yeah. And the moment, yeah, and the moment Gabriel pointed, I, I saw the video. Yeah, I saw the video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but Mustafi was he was just jogging. He was strolling. By the time he was about to react, it was already too late. It was able to fight. He could not even catch him if we to react. He was not even near him at all. Buddy just ended to an internet. Free Buddy. Buddy was just free. Buddy was just as free as a bird. <laughs> Okay, I was coming to that. I was coming to that. Wait, yeah, I was coming to that okay. too. Because you know what? I'm probably let me just talk about the game too. As you said, like everything you said, I agree with you. Like in the first, right. what, what, from from a Leicester's point of view, like, what I see was their plan. Ndidi was out. Vardy just came up from an injury. Most yeah. of their key guys were injured. They came with it. It was effectively a three-five-one-one. They played with two midfielders up front. Let's say Barnes is their left winger. Yeah. Um, Madison is the attacking midfielder. They packed their midfield with five, three back. Yeah. Now Arsenal scored. That should have been a goal. That was a goal. Unfortunately, Via wrongly ruled that night, but that was a goal. That was actually a goal because he didn't touch um, Jaka. I'm sure you know already. He didn't touch Jaka, and even if Jaka was outside, he was not interfering with play anymore. So there was, there was not. It was, it was. He didn't touch Jaka at all. He just he, he stepped back and the ball into the net. So it should have been a goal, which was wrongly ruled out. But even yeah. at that, Arsenal had other yeah, chances. Arsenal had other chances. There was a chance that yeah. Lewis played a long ball over the top, gave it to Bellerin. Bellerin miscontrolled that okay. ball. You know, yeah. like, and it gives like the yeah. way they give him enough time and he lost the chance. The chance left. left. Arsenal had like 11. Leicester had only one, which was that Madison's this thing from the center of the middle of the pitch where he tried to yeah. like try to lob um, Leno. That way he tried to lob. That was probably their only yeah. chance they had throughout the first half. The second half came in. I was like, I, that thing you said, I was like, I was just like, man, Arsenal are going to likely lose this match, the way I'm seeing it, because after that thing, this one was just going on for long, going on for long, going on for long, and Leicester just brought in Vardy, it was just their game plan, yeah. let's stay in the game, stay in the game, stay in the game, so it was just minutes to bring in Vardy, Cengiz Under was already running, 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 as he just said, then Gabriel was trying to cover him, and he pointed to, I saw it now, pointed to him, like, bro, go back, follow this guy, and he didn't, he just showed he's down to a fitness issue. Now, coming to the point where he said that Teta has to be questioned, I was not coming to that. It makes me wonder does he, know, even the playing style, does he know what he's doing? Because, let me, you got the thing right? It's like he's playing, there's a reason why he insists on playing Obama on the left, because that's literally how his style of play is. If you observe, I've seen Arsenal, they try to go through the left. Every time I've seen Arsenal okay, play, yeah, every time I've seen Arsenal play, they always try to go through the left, the left hand side. That way the Bama Yang is. To show you how Ateta is so obsessed with that style of play, he played William as a number nine. Just to put the Bama Yang on the left. Oh, it's like, bro, you know against Man City that you or you know what I'm talking about. He played William as a number nine. He has never played there in a long time. Bro, I was like, it's like this. Like, even that what brought him the FA Cup success, you observe. FA Cup. FA Cup and community shield. The FA Cup games against uh, Man City, yeah. Bama Yang, you know, although Liverpool, Liverpool match against Chelsea in the final was probably different, a bit more different, but Bama Yang was still the guy that scored the goal, yeah. right? If you go to the community shield, they play the pattern, give to Bama Yang, Bama Yang comes in, cuts inside, calls the shot. Now, you, you may have beaten Liverpool yeah. in the community shield with that style of play. In the league, Liverpool made sure they cut off all the passes to Bama Yang. They played it there, they were winning everything, they stopped yeah. it. Bama Yang literally had, didn't have a sniff in that game, and Liverpool were just... From start to finish on Arsenal's neck. 
the same thing. They put Walker and Cancelo so that if they put Walker there to talk inside, if Aubameyang cuts inside, Walker cuts the ball out and Aubameyang could not do anything in that game. This is Ateta's obsession with playing him on the left. The same thing again, play him on the left. I understand he's your best player, he's the guy you want to get the best out of. Get the ball to him. It's normal, you get the ball to your best player. But clearly, he's getting found out. Because now I'm, I'm asking myself, I'm, I'm, I mean, obviously, as an outsider, I'm looking at the whole thing. I, I saw a tweet today. Somebody said, I said I wanted to send, sell Ainsley Maitland Nines, right? He wanted to sell him. It was linked to Wolves, remember? When Wolves sold Doggett into Spurs, they were saying, oh, Maitland Nines is going to Arsenal, going to Wolves. So as I was saying, there was reports that yeah. Maitland Nines is going to Wolves. You want to sell Maitland Nines, now you change your mind. Yeah. You want to sell, um, is it Mustafi? Now you're changing your mind. You know, you want to sell some players, you want, you know, some players you want to sell. And now you want, now you want to sell Rhys Nelson, and now you change your mind. You don't want to sell him again. You want to sell him out on loan, you don't want to again. You know, like, what exactly do you want to do? I understand the boy didn't give him what he wanted. Let's be honest. He wanted Awa, and he wanted party. In my opinion, that game against Leicester, he had a creative midfielder. We know Ozzy's antics, Ozzy's, you know, we know about the Ozzy's antics, but it's literally what you have at the moment. It's better you wear um, a sneaker with a hole under than, than not to wear anyone at all. You know what I'm talking about, right? Exactly. Now to walk barefooted, it's better to wear a sneaker with a hole under than to walk barefooted. So, as funny as it sounded, leaving Ozil out wasn't a smart decision. I understand, but you didn't sign a word, then you have to just try and reintegrate Ozzy. But you're probably like, okay, there's no way back, and you cut him off. I'm wondering, what exactly are they trying to do? What exactly is that? I'm watching Arsenal. What is, what are they trying to do? And if, if you look at that, you also get that. I also get the same thing I'm getting with Chelsea when I see Chelsea. Lampard, what are you trying to do? Ateta, what are you trying to do? I don't know. I'm, I'm just watching them. I'm seeing Arsenal. It's like, do something. Bumayang hasn't scored a goal since the Fulham game. He has been very poor since that game against Fulham. Yeah. You, I mean, and it's probably down to play your best striker. I don't really blame him, to be exactly, I'm not blaming him. He's, he's down to how it's been played, man. Look at it. Yeah, he's he's been played to put on the left. Everybody knows that if we cut out that that's if we cut out the passes to Bumayang, we have a better chance in beating Arsenal. So why would you do? You put somebody there to cut out the passes. Just the pass to Bumayang, you press them, you cut out the pass. So what I'm saying, right? You cut out the passes, Bumayang. Let, let me try. Let me, hold on. Let me try to Okay, so like you have to wonder what he's trying to do. Romanian, you cut off his celebrate. That was that is exactly what I'm saying, right? Ateta, I know there are people who there's someone who's criticizing him now. Arsenal have lost three matches out of their last first six games. Remember, I was saying that Arsenal fans should not get carried away with the Fulham game because it's Fulham and Fulham at dog pace and they're going to lose a lot of games this season. I don't know if I told you, but I told somebody I've said it multiple times. I said, like, listen, it's Fulham. Fulham are going to lose a lot of games this season, they are the worst team in the league. So forget about using that as a yardstick for the whole season. But you know, some Arsenal fans probably thought, you know, okay, no problem, keep quiet. And now reality is beginning to hit. Now Arsenal have lost three matches out of six. If they lose to Man U, it's four out of their first seven games. Now Ateta, Emery lost three matches in 13 before he got sacked. Ateta has lost three in six already. The chances that he's going to lose five, five, five games in 13 matches, he's going to lose more than Emery's high because he already reached Emery's numbers already in six matches. Now the question I want to ask is, what now? What what is what do you think about Ateta now? What exactly? What's the way forward about Ateta for you? Well, for me, it's hard to say because. So 
Yeah. And I think even United had that same kind of honeymoon period with Oli mm. before he still got found out, right? Yeah. So with Ateta, he has already won a couple of trophies for us. Yeah. Clean is that that people didn't really expect at the time. Mm. And maybe they expected it, but they, they just assumed. Yeah, they did it from the back mm. and then unleashing of Amiyan, right? But yeah. It, it wasn't really our style up to that point, so it caught. Uh, City and Liverpool off that, yeah. I guess. True. Yeah, true. Carry on. Yeah. So right now, no matter the manager that have to be in charge of Arsenal, right? Mm. We don't have a number 10. We don't have creative players. Mm. And we don't have runners up. I can't remember the last time I saw a ball with an Arsenal player, right? Mm. And I saw like two people running, causing yeah. havoc, just moving the defense. Yeah. Quick football. I haven't seen that from last night in a very, very long time. So yes, I believe that the team is, is badly on balance. Mm. Right? The strikers or the attacking players, none of them are in form. None. Zero. Pepe is not in form. Mm. That, like I said, probably and Saka, none of them are in form. And when the player is informed, you are more likely to get a spark of hands from somewhere it's that it just come. Right? Mm, yeah. Now you don't have we don't have, have a creative number ten. Yeah. The only way we can create chances now is is through the wings, right? Cross and inshallah. The build up is so slow. Yeah. Cross and inshallah. <laughs> the build up is so slow. Remember, we, remember, we played against um Manchester City, right? Yeah. Now, if if I I would actually going to be as as adaptable as I thought. Mm. What Arsenal needed was want to get the ball mm. quick counter. Yeah. Get the ball as quickly as possible. But they were trying to clean out from the back after they got the ball. Which is kind of shooting yourself in the foot because Manchester City, before you can catch them on an off day on their press, yeah. it's going to be at the top of their game yeah. to pass through that press. Yeah. But Yeah. And Gitchi, he said 
said that he doesn't know if the coach of Arsenal <laughs> is Arteta or Beyonce. <laughs> Everything goes to the left, to the left. Everything to the left. Right? <laughs> Yeah. For the for the opposition, if all your play is going to the left. Mm-hmm. So I believe that that um, he's smart enough. To be honest, I I I still think he's smart enough to know because let us let us be honest with ourselves. Yeah. He hasn't been a facing coach at all. Okay. This is his first. First thing, learn on the job. He's going to make mistakes. Learn on the job, basically. Yeah. 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 So he's basically using the, the bits and pieces of memories, mm. but all the excuses aside, Arsenal is known for playing free-flowing attacking football. Mm. Maybe we can't be free-flowing now because we don't have the quality of players. Yeah. But at least we should be attacking. This season has been open. If you have been brave enough. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So if we have gone if we have attacked Liverpool or City, mm. we don't know what, what what could have happened. Yes, we could have been spanked three or four, but there's also the probability that you could win. It's also a probability, and the probability is very very high this season mm. because none of them are the top of their game. Everybody has one issue or the other. All the other big. Ten months now. Arsenal have not won any away to a big six side. Yeah, man. That just says it all. Yeah, but but wait. So yeah, bro, that's, that's what I think. But wait, then. don't don't you? I mean, Arteta has had literally half of the entire of last season, the of last season. Don't you think that he did he put enough pressure on the ball to get him his target? Did he put enough pressure on Edu? Edu is his um, director, obvious technical director for transport and all that, right? Did he put enough pressure on Edu to get him his target? Because it's looking like, you know, over his, his language, his speech, when he was talking, you know, during the interviews, he always said he beats the ball that's backing him, you know, and he, he, it's, it's like he says one thing and was seeing something different, you understand? Do you think that he's getting enough backing that he should be getting? The backing from the board, Edu, from the board, do you think he's getting backing? Yes, they gave him party, but they should have gotten party earlier. They should have gotten um, a while earlier, you know, they go out and say, we're going to spend, he's asking us for this, we're going to spend X amount of money and bring this in for, for Ateta because we believe in you. You get my point? Yeah, so... 
So right now, it seems like the biggest problem with us now, right now, is the ball. Because even though Mikel Arteta said that Brazil um, is not in the sport for footballing reason, mm. I still believe that the board has the major hand to play. And why Brazil is not starting? Okay, fair. Maybe with all the Chinese mm. stuff that is going on. Yeah. And yes, he wasn't back in the transfer window. He wasn't. He just got party to shut up to shut up the the fans. Yeah, and yeah. Okay with that. Yeah. Right. Right, because if the, because the issues because they didn't really start this season, it started last season or so. So if the board is really going to ban Arteta and you already had it in mind mm. of freezing Ozil out, yeah. then they should have thought about getting another creative, um, another creative midfielder. Yeah, well, Awa, I think the whole Awa, Awa saga. Um, with your Awa saga and everything, I thought like it's poor planning from Arsenal personally. But anyway, I think we've spoken too much about Arsenal. We spent like 20 minutes on them already. So um, let's go to Monday Night Football. <laughs> so um, the, the Monday Night Football started with Brighton was Brighton versus West Brom, and it was a 1-1 draw. To be honest with you, eh, let me go to the next. Um, it was 1-1 draw. Lamptey, Lamptey was okay, but it was, it was you know it was just I didn't really finish that game because I was waiting for the ring one, the main one. It was Burnley versus Spurs. Yeah. To be fair with you, when I going into that match, you know that match, I was so. You know why I was so so worried about that match. Sean Dyche, you know what he said, didn't you? Right. He said he would set up an awkward system to stop Kane. And I was like, what is he going to do? Is he going to tell him to to kick them? What's he? I said, oh my god, what's wrong with this? What is he planning? I was, I was so worried about that match because it's Burnley. You know how they are going to play. <laughs> These guys, uh, you know, for instance, Burnley, they haven't won a game this season. They've only won one point. Newcastle, Newcastle beat them. Newcastle are yeah. dog pace. Newcastle beat them on that day. Beat them. So I was like, uh-uh, this Burnley, how are they going to play? I was like, so I was like, how are they going to play? I said, yeah. okay, but I said, because they're playing the big side. If they're playing their smaller, fellow small teams, the, the way their approach is different from me. I said, they're playing the big side, so they are going to play differently. Then, and no, when I saw the lineup, I was thinking to myself, like, I expect Mourinho to actually respect Burnley and play a system that can fight against how Burnley will approach the game. You know how Burnley will play? Long balls, yeah. knockdowns, cross and nods, you know, yeah. that's what they will do. So I, I was waiting for a lineup. When the team news came up, I saw the team news. Right back, Doherty, 6 feet 2. Center back, Tobias Navarrete, 6 feet 1. Eric Dyer, 6 feet 2. Ben Davis, 5'11. The four defenders. At least the an average of six six feet one on average are like very good. I was like okay, I expected it. But the two center backs the, the yeah, the two center backs especially it was Adavarida and Dyer, you know, six feet two. I think they're both six feet two or Dyer is Adair is a little bit taller than Adavari. But anyway, above six feet. I I saw Bonley I was like I'm not surprised. Bonley played a low block 4-4-2, Tarkowski and this guy at the back. Um John Barnes, yeah. Ashley Barnes and Chris Wood. Knock long balls, knockdowns that literally. I mean, to be other various eyes, eh, is still swollen till today because when John Ban- uh, Mr. Barnes, Ashley Barnes, went for the header, he elbowed other right in the eye. Other right had to bandage his entire eye in that match, like his head, and to wow. stop bleeding. I was, it was in an interview today, his eye was still swollen. That's to show you what Burnley just came to do. They just came to fight that day with lo- long balls and knockdowns. So, like. I know oh, during the when I saw the I was like four obviously four three three is the way sports are playing. Now 
the thing is, the lineup was going to work for Burnley because Burnley they, not, they don't play with pace. So Burnley don't play with pace. They play very, very, you know, very tight. So and it was four three three. Hoiberg, Hoiberg is doing con- consistently playing well again. Hoiberg, Sangin Dombele, and Hoiberg, the defensive midfielder we bought in the summer. Pierre Emil Hoiberg. Yeah, so he was playing well again. So 4-3-3, Sissoko, Hoiberg, and Tangi Ndombele. Now, Tangi Ndombele has been really good this season. Yeah. Consider how last season was, like, he's been doing well this season. The front three, obviously, the left side son. The left side son, up front was Kane, and the right side, they played more at this time. I wanted Bergwijn to play, but I found out that Bergwijn had a bit of, had one knock, one small injury. But Mourinho was like, I don't want to force him, I just want him to rest, let him just rest. So they played Mora instead. Now, I saw that lineup. I was only worried about Mora because Mora runs like a headless chicken sometimes. He just runs and he doesn't look up and his decision making can be very frustrating. That was my issue. That's always my issue with Lucas Mora. That has always been my issue with Lucas Mora. So um game starts, Ndombele not makes some uh, not makes their defender and he got he got, he got he, they got they picked up a yellow card because they, they they pulled him back. Early in the game, first minute, I was like this we want to fight today. Now I could argue that maybe the fullbacks we used, maybe that would have been a difference because Ben Davis and Doggett were not fast enough in moving the ball to stretch and scatter their low block. But then again, Regulon just played 90 minutes on Sunday, 90 minutes on Thursday. There was no way he was going to play 90 minutes three times in a row. Um, Aurier played 90 minutes on Sunday, although he didn't play on Saturday, on Thursday though, but he, but he had to just rotate and put in Doggett because of Doggett's height and he's better defensively because of the crossing and their unusual and annoying long balls even when the games are more was like if you want five six seven you're not gonna see that in this game these people will actually come is is not going to and it was it didn't one new sports one one new the kane and son partnership again and how did it start they took off lucas mora they brought on lamella they wanted to bring on gary bill bill was just warming up but like i know bill isn't fit i'm not expecting him i didn't expect him to even play that myself to even start it but i'm like that match is too much for someone like him so they're trying to build fitness so I told him, like, especially for someone trying to build fitness, who has not had a precision, Burnley would be too much for him. So Mourinho brought on look Eric Lamella. People were complaining, like, why are you complaining, Eric yes. Lamella? If Lamella actually came on against West Ham, we wouldn't have drawn that game. Lamella knows how to hold the ball, he knows how to draw tactical fouls, he knows how to frustrate people, to waste time. But Lamella is very good at doing that. I'm like, okay, Lamella actually came on. Now, when the game came on, he created two chances. He came in vivid, he crossed the ball to the far corner. Ben Davis couldn't reach it because of a good defending from Burnley, anointing. Then the corner, the corner that he crossed, that Kane headed, that soon finally finished. So from Lamella's corner, he's our best corner kick taker in that game. So he corner, Kane headed, and so on. That's Kane's eight assists, eight goals for Son in the league now so far. So the game ended one nil. And when the game was going on, Mourinho went to bring on the other striker, Vinicius, our other striker, to bring him on to come and join. Went to go Suko, changed to two strikers up front just to get a goal. And when they saw that they scored the goal, Mourinho said, No, 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 sit down. <laughs> he now brought in other midfielder. Mourinho changed his mind and said, No, sit down. He brought in Loselso instead. Took off on Dombele, brought in Loselso and just, you know, to see out the game. Um, ended one new, very important three points. I'm very, I wanted the three points. So, Spurs have a 100% record away from home. In the league it's just that they haven't won yet at home so but i hopefully they will they'll win at home against brighton on sunday because like it's all about the winning run they go into every match win just forget about the game by game win every match that you can win game by game you win game by game you win i was really and people were complaining about this style i was like no man listen you have to respect burnley they are at home no matter how good you are you're the best in the world 
it is Burnley, right? They will force you to play their style. That's what these teams do. They are at home. They play to their own strength. So if you want, you, you, the ball is not going to be played on the played on the floor, and that's the truth. It will not be played on the floor. They will get that ball to the sky, and you know that. So there's no use trying to be smart and trying to act like you are Barcelona. Even Barcelona will struggle against Burnley with that stupid style they use. They had their long balls and knockdowns. They will struggle, and that's that's just that's just yeah. it. I mean. I, I was happy with the result. I was like, ah, finally, just win and just let them let them carry their wala, let them go with their wala, please. They should just take the three points and leave these people alone. That was like, I did not want style of play. I just wanted a win and a clean sheet. Very important, and that was just what happened that Monday. So Spurs are, I think they are fifth, although they are two points off top, two points off top. So I think yeah, going to the weekend. So um, did you did you actually watch the game? interested in watching any other game <laughs> and I had a feeling that that two guys are going to beat so you're saying yeah remember when you guys were 3-0 up against Southampton right is it West is West Ham actually okay West Ham okay okay yeah West Ham yeah so the last 8 minutes that when they, they equalized the last 8 minutes they scored the 3 goals I just had this feeling that you guys had everything that it, it would take to win the league this season, mm. right? Mm. And with the way City and Liverpool are playing, mm. it's just further reinforced that in my head. So in a way, I already knew that you guys were going to beat Monday. Now, I don't want you guys to win the league. <laughs> have a class midfield that is working for now, right? Mm. And you guys have a ruthless manager that wants to, to see the worst of your players. Like, like not that they should play anyhow. Yeah. Like, you want to see a bad guy in every one of them, right? Yeah. Good. So, with that mentality, teams like Burnley, teams like Brighton in the final game of the season, teams like Watford, although they are not here anymore, mm. you guys are more Yeah, you're saying. Yeah, so I'm pissed that you guys are looking good. <laughs> so I didn't want to watch the game because it reminds me more of the efficiency that my team is going through. Mm. So yeah, I didn't watch the game, but I, okay, I didn't even check the the highlights. I uh, but I knew when uh, when you guys scored because I had this live um, updates yeah. from Google on my phone. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, so uh, uh, you guys did Bill think? No, Bill didn't play because I mean the game was very I'm sorry, I didn't expect him to it was maybe he would have come on, but it was just warming up, but I knew he was not gonna come on because that game wasn't for him. He wasn't fit, nothing. I knew he wasn't fit. It's a Europa League game they were used to build into fitness. Europa League games, you just build so I know he's gonna play tomorrow. But you know it's building to fitness. That's what basically what Bill is doing right now. And that game against Burnley, I know he wouldn't have been able to do anything. So I didn't expect him to come on the, on the maybe Mourinho's plan is like if we are two goals up, three goals up, 
we can bring him on to you know but i think the west ham game was just over there was probably a bit of a mistake because in one chance where he could have collected a yellow card or a tactical foul he didn't do it probably he's just not fit bill isn't fit that's just the problem at the moment once he's i think maybe after the game tomorrow he probably plays the whole 90 minutes he continues playing maybe my play on sunday i don't know that way we can begin to see that front three of Kane, Son and Bale. You get my point where Kane drops deep and the goals will not be coming from just Son alone because whoever is people that are placing their screen on the right wing, they're not producing enough. You get my point. Normally with the way Kane is playing, whoever is playing on the right wing and the left wing should be enjoying goals because you are seeing a lot of chances. Kane has very good passing range. But like when he drops deep, Mora decision making, remember I told you. Now, Bergwijn, Bergwijn is much, I prefer Bergwijn to Mora, but has, I think he has really played once in the league this season. He was supposed to play last, that, I think he was supposed to play on Monday, but he couldn't because of that small injury he had. That's my issue with Mora, Mora's decision making. So, Bale would probably be in better place to finish off. He's probably easily the best, he's easily the best among the, the, the others, right? So, um, for that position, so it'd be his best place. Even Lamela can play there too, and Lamela has been more effective there than look at Mora. So, like... For me, it's one game at a time. For me, it's one. In fact, they even asked Mourinho, "You think you think we are title challengers?" I'm like, Mourinho, like, no, one game at a time. We're not title challengers. We're not title challengers. We want to win every game. If we can, we want to win every game. That like, we're going to every match to win every match. We're not title challengers. They asked Ndombele did an interview today. Ndombele was like, the, the um, aim is top four, but um, why not? We can go for more if the chance comes. But the aim is top four game by game you don't win the game after six matches you win the game after 38 matches you, you, even if after even if we're top by now we should we we'll still win we would still um have the two matches to play so he said no everybody's playing it down i'm i mean so i'm gonna play it i'm like no man game by game one by game by game. and that's just my approach it doesn't matter anybody can see what they want to say i'm saying it's game by game game by game for me play every match you win every win even play every match you win and see what happens that's just it because it's an odd thing is this right um i watch sports um, sports are actually defensively eh? they're actually good this season the goals that sports have considered are mostly from set pieces if you observe let, let me tell you what i mean the game against everton was set piece that one goal they scored in open play sports are very are really good yeah. defensively against everton was set piece cavalier against um southampton the only goal that than the Ings scored. Yeah, his first goal. That was only from open play. Second one was a penalty that Southampton scored. It was 5-2 win. Against the Man United, it was a penalty they scored. They didn't they didn't have any goal from open play. Sports scored six. Against the Newcastle also penalty. You know, that's what they scored. Against West Ham, saw the three goals up. Two of all the three goals West Ham scored, only one was an own goal, which was Damison Sanchez. The other two goals the other two goals from West Ham were basically yeah. set pieces and the problem was exactly that same spot it was from the same spot that was the set pieces were being scored from so it means that the problem is not defending from open play the problem was just defending those set pieces and against Burnley I was yeah. watching because Burnley are the king of set pieces that is the truth I was watching very keenly to see how they worked on it and I was really impressed with how they defended the set pieces on that day when they got set pieces they were very careful not to not to commit fouls around those areas one also even when the, the set pieces came in like kane headed the ball of the line on that day kane headed the ball of the line on that on that day so like when i watch i watch sports um i i feel they, they are defensively good it's just the set but hopefully set piece will be over i was watching one you know Lee Gunner, this um, guy on AFTV, right? AF, 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 tv right 
He's one of all those guys, but he doesn't appear much there again. So I was watching, he was talking about, he was really like, when they asked him about sports, he was like, listen, it, like last season when sports were having injuries, remember, when almost all the front line, you knew that sports had to play a front three. Listen, a front three of Lamela, sorry, yes, Lamela, Dele Ali as a striker, and Lucas Moura. This was the only fit front, the only three attackers that were fit last season. Sports, almost all the guys were injured. All the attackers were injured. Begwa was just signed in January. He got an injury. Lo Celso wasn't playing half fit. He wasn't even fit. They were just playing with what they had. Sports were just trying what to do what, with what they had. They were just trying. Before the whole, before the season ended, before the lockdown came and everybody came back and they were able to push through to finish six. Everybody were laughing at sports last season. The guy was like, we were laughing at sports. He said, I told you guys, don't laugh at them. Because they lost literally their half of their attack. It's like, imagine Arsenal, right? Losing Bama Young. Um, this guy, Lacazette, to injury. Think about it. That's literally the example. Similarity of what happened. And so everyone you know Arsenal do not have somebody that can step up to the quality, the level of Aubameyang. So that will happen. Like, listen, man, you beloved. And nobody felt sorry for sports last season. Nobody cared. We were just looking for say, oh, Mourinho is finished. Da, 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 and all that. And I felt it was a bit unfair. But I feel like sports have gone this summer and addressed that situation. Get my point? They've gone into the window. They've bought another striker. They bought um brought in Gary Bill back, obviously. Um, and they brought back Gary Bill. Then the other wingers at the club already, but they brought people back. Um they've addressed the defensive midfield yeah. problem. They've addressed the, every problem that they've had. They brought in regular on the left back. So they've brought in every situation that they've had, they've addressed every problem. Like I said, it's game by game. I'm not saying anything about title, I'm not saying anything about I'm just game by game for me. Play every game one by one, win every game. So anyways, before we talk about let me just uh, digress, let me, with, I digress a bit. The the match against Bonnie, I'm check it out. Okay, let me check it out. I'm more I'm more I feel much better, right? Playing against I feel much better. Oh I just saw it <laughs> space. I just saw that as now the situation, right? I feel much for me, right? I feel much better playing against Brighton than playing against Burnley. Because you know why Kane and Son will have more space against Brighton. Even if Bill plays on Sunday, Bill will have a lot of space against Brighton because Brighton likes to play attacking football, so they're often at the back. Burnley is low block; they won't give you space. But Kane and Son will see a lot of joy against. And I expect um, Sanchez to play because of his pace against um, um, Brighton on Sunday. But like I said, the way the, the, um, the way and the way things were set up, even Aston Villa, anyways. I think we've spoken about uh, Mastonville already, but like I I saw that game on Sunday. Anyway, like I said, the, the win was very important, and I cannot stress it. I was just happy that they got the three points. Now they have to get another consecutive win. They have to win the next game. You win the next game. If you win the next game against Brighton, you calm down. You play the next game against West Brom, you win. You calm down. International break will come. It's over. You play the next game. Just every match. So you take the matches one by one, but I, 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 like I said, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how the season goes. But on that, on that thing also, I was also watching like the, another thing also is this right? Have you seen the way Kane is playing nowadays? The way his style has evolved. The way he's playing, where he's dropping deep to pick up passes and also as arriving and scoring goals too. With the way he's playing, what do you think about this new Kane we're seeing? I haven't really 
seen this kind of game before. I've always known that he can pick passes, mm. mostly from the right hand side. Yeah. But yeah, he, he can, he has the ability. Mm. But this partnership with Son, it came from nowhere. Because I've always known Kane as a one man machine, right? Mm. He doesn't really need anybody. Just give him the ball anywhere, outside the box, inside the box, he's, mm. he's going to score. Okay. But this season, it's like Moreno has worked on on partnerships that can potentially win you the league. Right? Stop and talking about the league, bro. Just I'm talk about games. Say games one by one. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about the teams that Moreno has used <laughs> to win the league before and have partnerships. I think he's trying to do something like that with Kane and Son. Mm. Or maybe it just happened because they've been mm. playing for a while. Yeah. And maybe they just know each other right now. And yeah. of course, Kane doesn't really have pace. Mm. So it's it's a bit easier to mark Kane mm. than Son. So Kane just says, okay, he drops in deep and allows Son mm. to make use of all that space and it is it has been working very well this season. So if it's not the job of even if it's not Moreno mm. that inspired him. The Yeah, so I believe that if if it wasn't Moreno that instructed them to like play together, mm. I believe that they've been playing for a while mm. and they just have this synergy now that they know where the other one will be mm. before they even touch the ball. Like in the case uh, Southampton, yeah, they didn't even have to have to look up. Yeah, I just played it. Find him. Like you know what? Let me, as a sports fan, I've been watching Kane all these years. He always ha- he has always been doing that. He's always been dropping deep. He has always been doing it actually. Even in that position, he used to always do it. It was by his instinct. Especially when he started marking him a lot. He started dropping. You know, his first season he exploded, he scored a lot of goals. When he started marking him a lot, he started dropping deep. That when he started doing it. But at the meantime, he said Mourinho came, Mourinho told him that, you know, you probably have to, you have that in your game, Mourinho told him, okay, you probably have to start doing this, because it's, it's no use staying there where there are most people up there, it's going to be crowded, so you start dropping deep, and, you know, and he has literally a free roll at sports, if you observe, against West Ham that day, he was at the back, he was midfield, he was everywhere, just, they're just like telling him, you just play anywhere you want to play, that's what he has, a free roll, and you have, Son also is a very good finisher. Son's finishing, bro. Like as a last season, last two seasons, eh, the thing with Son was this, right? My issue with Son was this, right? Son, eh, even somebody also said it, a journalist also said it at a sports journalist. He said that Son is this. If he doesn't think about it, if he's on the spot and he takes it, he will score. But when he's on the spot and he's thinking about it, he will chance will go. But now it has changed. The guy just gets in the box. He knows what he wants to do, and he just takes the chance and, and scores. That's the way Son has evolved this season, completely compared to over the previous years. And this whole Son and Kane partnership, and the Vinicius, that striker Vinicius, the striker Vinicius that was signed in the Europa League game last week Thursday, he created two, he had two assists, and he actually is actually very, I won't say it's like Kane obviously, but they are different. But obviously, the assisting, assisting aspect, being you know being used into in the play as game goes on, rest of the play the game through him because the first, in fact, the two assists were actually very good in the Europa League game. 
the first goal he assisted to Lucas Moura. The second one was a, was a very nice. I, I don't know if you've seen the game, if you've seen the goals, but maybe I could probably send it to you later and you probably check them out. It was a cushion header. Like it was as if he knew where someone was going to be. So like there are options on the bench, which is very important. It's just, all the problem over the seasons. Yeah, there was no option. You look at the bench. Who do you, if the game is not working, who are you bringing on? You understand? But now it's different. There are options on the bench that you can bring on and say you come in and change this game for me. And that's that's just it basically. Yeah, and also one more thing, even as much Mourinho was asked about the partner, Mourinho was like, nah, let's give some credit to Mauricio too, Mauricio Pretino too, and himself. You know, he's obviously he's a new style, but like let's give some credit to Pretino. Pretino also did well because Kane and Son they've been playing well, they've been playing for a long time. Another thing is they are not they are not really selfish to each other if you observe when they play. Son is Kane is not like I have to score. I have not scored today, I have to score. Then Son is not like Son is like okay, yeah, probably because it's probably like they know that another chance is going to come, so they just probably let each other have the chances. Yeah, so it's probably that they know the chance is going to come again, so he just probably say okay, let's you score this one, I will score the other one for sure. And Ken is the penalty taker, so it's the best penalty taker at school, obviously. It's the first choice penalty taker. He does, you, you, you've seen his penalties, like his, there is speed and power in the penalty, so forget about trying to save that thing. So he's gonna score the penalties obviously. So it's probably why he's just like okay, you know, just and also the advantage of him playing like this is those injuries he's been having, he's probably not gonna be having them again because when he was playing on that you know, he used to beat the guys to press up front as a striker to press. But he's he's not 21 anymore, he doesn't have those energy like that. So he's he, the way he's going he's going to he, to run around, you know, his fitness is gonna be better. Yeah, he's not going to burn out and get injured. And now there's a striker that will rotate with him. So he may not play some matches, he may not play some matches. So he's gonna be fresh every time when he's playing. So he can drop deep, you know, move about. And they're not gonna be those defenders that will come to plan him. They will not be able to plan him because he's not gonna be staying up front all the time. He's gonna be dropping, moving around. I think it's good for him. This this style of play is good for him. The way he's playing. And another thing, like another thing people don't realize is there's a misconception about Mourinho. I mean, I'm sure we've spoken about it over the years, right? People assume they was gonna play here. No, Mourinho has never been a part of the boss guy. He's probably just adapting his tactics to the players he had at Chelsea. He, he, okay, yeah, he had to adopt some tactics at some time, maybe against Barcelona. But Mourinho has never been the guy. At least, boy, he's, 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 he has always played attacking football, score goals. It's just a misconception. One of all these things, right? It's a lie that we told so many times that it became the truth. That kind of thing. Yeah. Well, anyways, like I said, it's another weekend. This coming weekend, oh, and Arsenal playing against Man United. Arsenal playing against Man United. Are you really looking forward to that game, Arsenal Man United? No, I'm not. <laughs> Bro, come on. <laughs> that answer is too direct. <laughs> What? Really? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> my game is also the ref, so yeah. So the best we can hope for is a draw. It's Mike Dean. Oh yeah, Mike Dean. Oh my goodness. We are going to lose, yes. Best result, draw. Because United right now, they are not playing fantastic football. But they've had shit teams and shitty coaches mm. over the years and we haven't been able to beat them at Old Trafford. So this season is not going to be different mm. until maybe we 
maybe till next season, mm. and then we can see how this team has performed under Mikel Arteta. Maybe then I start saying maybe this can happen. Mm. But right now, no, it's not possible. I want you guys to go there to draw. In every couple of games, right? We are playing United. Mm. We are playing Leeds, Aston Villa, Wolves, and then you guys. Oh. I <laughs> wow. I don't see. Much. I don't really see much Leeds. I think Villa. Arsenal can beat Leeds. Oh, I think Arsenal can beat Leeds and Aston Villa. It can beat Wolves too. But it's up, to, think... it's up to Arteta. Do is how Arteta plays. That's the thing. It's how Arteta plays. Depends on how he wants to line up, though. That's what determines if they win those games or not. Yeah. I yeah, it's, it's alright though. Yeah. I, I already told myself that for the next five games, I don't expect a lot. Maybe okay. Uh, Leeds, Aston Villa, maybe six points. That's all I'm, I'm expecting because even against Tottenham, okay, it's 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 a derby and. Mm. I think Arsenal has a slightly better record, but it's Mourinho. Spurs doesn't lose. Spurs are actually at home, so Arsenal have not beaten Spurs at home since in f- more than five years now. I think five years. Wow. 20, 2014 wow. was the last time. Wow, that's worse. <laughs> that's okay. And Mourinho is the coach, and that guy doesn't lose to Arsenal. So, bro, it doesn't look good for my club right now, but it's football. Anything can happen, but let's see how it goes. Um, yeah, I always say let's see how it goes. Nah, Are you kidding? I would like a draw actually if, between Arsenal and Bayern. I would love a draw personally. I would. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, thanks for coming on then. I know the network problem was just something else, but I think we able to get some conversations through. I think hopefully next time the network yeah, will be better. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah, have a nice weekend. <laughs> and Europa League match also tomorrow. Yeah. One more thing. The Europa League match tomorrow, right? What do you think about that game? How do you think it's going to... I think that's now a lineup. What do you think... What are you expecting to see tomorrow against in, in the Europa League game? Don't duck. Don't Nelson. I'm expecting um, Nelson. I am expecting Nini because, to be honest, that guy has been in form, right? Yeah. I'm also expecting um, William Ketia. And I'm hoping that he can use this game mm. as a foundation for mm. a more clearer game style. Yeah. Let's put up a man back up front. Mm. He's no good on the left. He's a center forward, put him up front, your best striker, put him in his best position. Yeah, yeah he has been overachieving to be honest. Mm. So the past two seasons, playing mm. on the left hand side and still scoring goals. Yeah. He has been overachieving to be honest without the creative players to so put in those those two passes. Yeah. But now he has been found out. Yeah. So we need to play in the middle, mm. play two natural wingers, yeah. Sack on the left, three William on the right, mm. William on the left, Pepe on the right, let yeah. the team have more. Yeah. And identity and that playing out from the back that you really want to do mm. 
there is a better faster way to do it. Real Madrid players players on the back, but they don't do the build up is really slow from Arsenal. The build up from Arsenal is really yeah, very so slow. Yeah, I they have to beat Dundalk. But it's about the quality of the win right now. Mm. Because right now, Arsenal fans, we don't care about results mm. in that Europa League. Okay, yeah. we do. But the play, mm. we are an attacking team. Mm. We are known for it. Yeah. So, let's see how we go. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Okay. Thanks again for coming through. Um, Hopefully, we'll get... Hopefully, the network will be better the next time we record. Thanks for coming to again. Yeah, man. Okay, take care.